Question for you. If I said to you, how easy would it be to double the revenue that you were generating, either from the job that you've got or from the business that you are working for or running, how easy would that be? On today's episode, I'm going to share a few secrets of some stuff that we've done in businesses before that have helped individuals to double the amount that they are generating whilst working less. It's a little secret that everybody would love the answer to. And on today's episode, you're going to find out how. So, goal setting, how important is it? I always think, and everybody that I deal with, especially those people that I see that are successful, one of the main things that they have in common is that they're very, very clear on what it is that they're trying to achieve. But then on the flip side, there's a lot of people that I see that aren't necessarily clear on what they're trying to do, and for years and years and years, they don't necessarily make any progress because it's the old thing, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna keep getting what you're getting. And obviously business is very, very similar. If you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing at the moment to get a certain result, what you need to do is work out the fact, right, that is getting me a certain result. You can think, if I do more of that, can I get a better result? Or is what I'm doing not making me as efficient or as effective as I possibly could be? So I need to do less of that. Maybe if it's something that's important in the business, I could outsource it or give it to somebody else to do and focus on the tasks that are really important for you. So there's loads of sayings and loads of quotes from back in the day, this sort of stuff, you know, about goal setting and, and what have you. And the one I always find myself saying, or the, the language I actually use, I always say, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. You just might not necessarily be happy with the destination once you finally arrive. You know, if you if you're trying to, I don't know, say you're on the south coast of England and you're trying to get to the northern borders of Scotland and you had no plan on how to get there, it's going to be pretty unlikely that you're going to get there. And certainly if you ever did, it certainly won't be in the amount of time that you could have done if you would have just mapped out a plan to say, look, this is the direction that I should be going in. So with any sort of goal setting, it's really important to understand where we're trying to get to. And you know what? People have asked me recently about this and they've said, a few different people have asked me similar sort of questions about, well, what, what would my goal be? You know, if we're talking about monetary terms, if you're talking about what they want to be taking out of their business or they're talking about what they want to be earning or they're talking about where they should be going on holiday and these, whatever the thing is. And they're saying, well, what should it be? I'm like, well, it makes no difference where you're setting it, but where do you want to be in your life? So if you have, I don't know, a thousand pound of disposable income a month right now, and I said to you, oh, great, do you want to improve your circumstances? If we get you up to 1,500 quid disposable income, would that like solve all the problems and stuff that you've got? It probably won't. So think about what you would want your life to be like. And you know, one of the best ways to do it and to set achievable goals and goals that you actually want to aspire to is to look at what you want your life to be like. Now, money is not the be-all and end-all. But the funny thing, again, with money is that people say, oh, money can't buy me happiness and all that type of stuff. But given the chance, pretty much everyone on the planet would say, do you know what? Money wouldn't buy me happiness, but I'd like to have a go. You know what I mean? If someone said, I can give you all the money in the world, do you want to have a go and see if you can, make happy, you can, you can be happy with it? Who, on the world, who in the world is going to go, do you, oh, do you know what? No, 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 I'm going to keep doing that you know, and keep cracking on as I am. Don't want all the money in the world. It's like something that holds everybody back. So it's people that aren't earning the amount of money that they want, they'll use that thing about money as, oh, well, do you know what? I don't need that money anyway. When the thing with money is, it's not the thing that we aspire to do in or the things we aspire to achieve in. It's the thing, it's the thing that gives you the freedom to be able to do the things that you want to do and to live the life that you want to live. The only person that I can think of is from my youth 
that used to love having money was Scrooge McDuck, if you remember DuckTales, and he used to dive into his his, his, uh, his pool of coins. Now, imagine diving into a pool of coins. Be, I mean, you wouldn't go straight to the bottom, would you? You'd pretty much bang it on the top and you'd probably be injured. Anyway, well, I, I, I digress. Um, so when we're looking at goals that we want to set, you've got to think about what it is that you're trying to achieve. Now, well, I'll give you an example of a girl called Ashley that um, was in a sales team that we consulted in uh, for nine months. It was a big, big business. I say big business relative to the everyday business on the street. It was a big business though, valued at about six million quid. They wanted to sell for eight million and they ultimately sold for 10 million. Now, Ashley was one of the sales, uh, one of the girls in the sales team there and she was doing really well relative to what the KPIs were within the business. I think she was targeted, um, I think salary was something about, it was about £40,000 and I think she was earning about £10,000 a year in commissions and where her KPIs were and what her targets were within the business, she was overachieving. Now, when we sat down with Ashley, as we did with all of the sales team when we went in there at first, we said, right, Ashley, what do you want your life to be like? And we did this with the whole sales team. I always do this sort of stuff with sales teams because it's really important that they understand where they're trying to get to so that we can hold them accountable to the goals that they've got. Now, this sort of stuff can be life-changing if you implement it. It's just a little bit difficult without having the accountability. But if you're the sort of person that can make it work, fantastic, take it on board. Now, with Ashley, uh, in this particular sales team, I said, what do you want your life to be like? And she was like, oh, well, she was quite clear. She said, look, I want to drive a Range Rover. There's a house that I want to buy. I've seen the house. I've got a house. I've got a picture of it here. Literally, one of those people on a phone, screensaver, was the house that she wanted. So like, amazing. What else? And she had a few different things. There was a holiday they wanted to go on, and there were certain clothes that she wanted to buy, and that type of stuff. So I said, right, what would you need to be earning to have that life? And she said, I'd need to be earning about 100 grand a year. I said, okay, where are you now? She said, I'm earning about 50 with my, my commissions and stuff like that. I said, great, what do you think you need to do in terms of your activity to get from 50 grand to 100 grand? And you might be listening to this right now thinking, you know what she said? And you probably know, do know what she said. She said, I'd have to double my activity. I said, I can understand why you think that, but that's not necessarily the case. Why do you think you need to double your activity? And she says, well, what I'm doing at the moment is getting me 50 grand. So if I can do double that, I'll get 100 grand. So you could see why she's thinking it. Now, the reality is, that in all of our lives, in all of our businesses, anything that we're doing and we're putting time into, there's lots of things that we'll be doing that are working really well, and there'll be things that we're doing that are ultimately just wasting our time. So it's the old Pareto principle, the 20, 80, 80%, 20%. So what you need to do is look at everything that you're doing and look at what are those income-generating strategies, income-generating activities that are going on within your business or within your job or within whatever the thing is that you're trying to make an impact on and think, right, what are the things that are making a difference? Now, in Ashley's case, she was in a sales role, it was in a payroll, payroll company, and they were looking to engage with recruiters. Now, she was doing a little bit of cold calling, she was doing a little bit of telesales type stuff, she was doing um, a little bit of door knocking when she was in and around a certain area and she knew there was people that were around, she was doing some email marketing, she was sending some LinkedIn messages, so she was trying to do a bit of everything, and there was nothing that was working in her mind super, super well, in her mind, because remember, 90% of what we do is habit. So she's doing her day-to-day, -day, her week-to-week, and she had all these things that she's thinking, I'm going to do these things. So anyway, what we started to do was break down what it was that she was doing. And what we found was some of the things that she was doing weren't having any outcomes at all. So things like email marketing, she was spending a while putting together what she thought were really well-worded emails to try to get prospects on board. And they just weren't working. So it was really simple that, look, let's stop doing that. It's not working. What about the cold calling stuff? Well, we've got telesales teams within the business, so we can get those doing that and we can help them as a team with a script that will help them to get more conversions, 
but you can help us to generate a few more of the leads that they can be calling. So that's something else out with your diary that you don't need to be doing. What else are you doing? So I'll send these cold LinkedIn messages. I don't really get much from it unless I do these personalized videos. Just like, okay, that sounds interesting. What are they? And anyway, they had this, this uh, quite sophisticated software platform. I think it's called Odro um, at the time. I'm not affiliated with them anyway, so I only know it from this one business. And they're using this platform. So it sent personalized video messages to all of their prospects. Now, with those videos, it was taking a sort of 10, 15 minutes to record one and make sure it was right, sending out to the person. But she was getting an insane amount of responses from them. And this was just something, it was like a light bulb moment. They were like, wow, these are working super well. Why aren't you doing more of this? And she just said, I've not got enough time to do any more. And the reason that she didn't have enough time is because she was doing all the other bits that weren't working. So we've actually, really, really simply, what we did was, right, what, what we're looking at you, you were thinking you're going to need to double your activity to get the result. What result of the 50 grand do you think you are getting from those videos that you're spending at the moment about two hours a week on? And she was getting an insane amount of her opportunities and meetings and then stuff that she was closing from that one particular activity. So with Ashley, what we started to do was go, right, how many of those, based on what sort of conversions that you get and based on what the size of the clients that we're targeting are, how many of those do you think you need to do to get you close to the result that you want? And obviously the close, the result that uh, she was looking at was to get to the 100 grand salary over the course of a year. So what we started to do was put her activity schedule together based around the life that she wanted to have and the Range Rover that she wanted to buy and the house that she wanted to live in was based around the things that she was doing that were working really well and we're stopping it and giving her the freedom to not do the things that weren't working. Now, really, really simply, in that example, in that sales team environment, we were in there one day a week on a Monday, we're in the sales team meeting, and then with the sales team, we'd sit down, first thing we'd do is go, so if it was Ashley first off, Ashley, tell us about your week this week. You said you're gonna do 40 videos. How did you get on? And she might, and at the start, it was, oh, do you know what? I did 20. Um, I had some other stuff that I needed to do. I had quite a lot of um, queries from clients. I had this problem and I had to go and see this client when I didn't think I'd need to and blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so what's your week been in terms of sales? Oh, I'm still, you know, it's sort of an average sort of week, but I put a lot of work in, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what are you going to do this week then, Ashley? And I remember the first week, she was like, well, I'll definitely do my 40 videos this week. I was like, okay, you said you're going to have the Range Rover in 12 months um, based on the activity that, you, you know, you thought you needed to do 40. She said, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do 40. I say, what about last week? Should we put the Range Rover back a few weeks just to give you that bit of leeway? She's like, no, 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 no. I want the Range Rover in, in a year. It's like, amazing. So what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to do 60. I said, are you going to do 60? Can you do 60? Because this is your Range Rover, not mine. You know, we could trade it down and get you an A6 or something like that. She's like, no, 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 I want the Range Rover. She's like, great. So you're going to do 60? Yeah. Bang. 60. It's in her mind. If I do the 60, I'm getting my Range Rover. And then other people in the team, similar sort of things started happening. Other people were doing things that were working better than others. But what started to happen, the activities that each of the team were doing that were giving them the results that they were looking for because we're holding them accountable to the goals that they had and not the KPIs that the company had set, they started to have freedom in their working days to do the things that were working really, really well. Now, in the example of that overall business, there was only minor changes that we made in certain things like that. The main one was taking the sales director out of the sales team environment so he could get back to what he enjoyed doing, which is working day-to-day -day with clients and not doing the managing of a sales team, which is really difficult, by the way, if you're trying to hold people accountable to something that they don't care about. If you're a sales manager in a business right now and you struggle to get your team, or at least some of your team, engaged in what you're trying to get them to do, please just be aware that the reason that is is probably because you're going talking to them about call stats or the amount of calls that they've been on, or the amount of prospects that they've seen, or the amount of activity that they've logged on the CRM that takes them hours every week and doesn't make them any money. It's things that they do not care about. And two hours after the meeting you've sat down with, even probably sooner, they'll have forgotten the figures that you've given them that they need to hit 
because what they what it's incongruent with what they're trying to achieve, which might be the car or the house or the holiday or the freedom or the the, the clothes, the bags, the shoes, whatever the things are that they're trying to purchase or what the things that they, what they want their life to look like. So it's really really important. So in business, whether you've set up, you've been in business for ages, whether you've been uh, you you know you're thinking about it now, you're a startup, you're fully established, you're smashing it. Just think about where it is you're trying to go and how you can get there, and look at where you're trying to get to, and really simply. From what you know so far, just reverse engineer what you think it would need to look like in terms of the activity that you put in to get you the result. And honestly, it can be life-changing. Just by breaking that down into manageable chunks, right now, wherever you are, you might think that house that you want to buy is a million miles away and it's impossible, okay? Nothing is impossible. Think of, there's a famous quote by um, St. Francis of Assisi, start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible, and before you know it, you are doing the impossible. But the important thing is to always take action. So if you're in a position right now where your life is not exactly as you would want it to be, or your business or your working life and your work-life balance, it's a good one, isn't it? Work-life balance, that's actually a thing. Um, if it's not where you want it to be, think about what can I change now that is going to help me to get closer to it. Um, without those that direction or understanding where you're trying to get to, unfortunately, you're never going to get there. And obviously, Business is the same as the directions they used before. If you're trying to get to a certain place, if you've not got that direction, you've not got it mapped out, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to get there. So look at where you're trying to get to. Look at that would how that would look in terms of monetary terms. And then look at, from what you know right now, what are the actions that you could take to get you to that point and break it down. So if you were to generate 100 grand worth of business in 12 months from now, you know that each month you're going to have to generate you know, a minimum of £8,000. Or from a starting point, you might go, do you know what? I'm at two grand at the moment. I need to get to four grand and then to six and then to eight and then work it up so it gets to the hundred. But look at your activity and look at the actions that you're taking, what the results of those actions are and do more of the stuff that's working and please just do less or stop doing completely the things that aren't working at all. There's two ways to be most effective as a salesperson if you're a salesperson. To double your effectiveness, you can either double your success rate or double your failure rate, okay? If you're trying to double it. Now, it's really difficult to double the amount of activity that you're putting in if at the moment you are working super, super, super hard. It can be really, really simple to double the output if you start to change what the input is. But it's really important to note that if you're putting the same inputs in, you're going to keep getting the same outputs out. The only difference is with the law of diminishing returns, the more that you do the same thing over and over again, it's probably going to be lesser returns that you're getting, which is not going to get you to the goal or to the point that you're trying to get to in your business. As usual, hopefully you've taken some inspiration um, from that. Please implement some of the goals that you've got. Look at where you're trying to get to, reverse engineer what you're doing, and then break it down into manageable chunks. If you need any further support with it, this is the sort of thing that we do. So get in touch. As, as always, I'd love it if you liked and subscribed to the podcast. And more than anything else, if there's anybody that you know that could benefit from any of the stuff we're talking about, please share it with them so that they can benefit from what we're going through on these podcasts. The other thing is, please get in touch if there's any topics that you'd like us to cover that we've not covered already, or if there's any amazing guests that you think could add lots of impact to this podcast, which is the main reason for running it.